Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. I'm continuing on a topic of self-care for your mindset. Pace and load we talked about uh, in the previous episode or two. And a reminder that your brain really does not have unlimited capacity. We like to think it does, but we actually have to reset to go from one thought and topic to the next. And we talked last episode about how we speak to ourselves, that we ought to be as kind to ourselves as Jesus is. And this episode, though, we're going to talk about identity and how we see ourselves, because all of us have built into us this centering ability. We're going to center around and on something. And if you're a follower of Christ, that means you're going to want to center on God and the things of God. And a part of that is our identity. Now, I'm going to admit that sometimes I see myself as a human doing, which is different than a human being. I'll admit it. I'll admit this. I can be a little performance And somewhere behind the scenes, I suspect I occasionally think God is going to love me better if I do X or Y, which also implies that if I don't do X or Y, well, at the least, you know, God ought to be assessing me some demerits, right? Or see me as a little subpar for the moment. And we think like this sometimes. It's called conditional love. Now, I know as a pastor, I worked hard. I I was working to expand the kingdom of God so others could know the love of Jesus, right? I mean, that is a big thing. It can be a heavy load, especially if we're going to disconnect a little bit, just a little bit from Matthew 28, where God tells us his load is light the burden is light. But sometimes ministry leaders see other people's salvation as critical as we should. And we know that it's important for us to be casting seeds. All of that depends on us. And again, we get back into that very heavy load. So, you know, we got to get moving and get things done again pace and load. You know, moving fast with a heavy load is not really sustainable for us long term, for sure not. Now, in the pre-COVID era of ministry, you know, to be honest, ministry was already challenging. A lot of churches were already experiencing decline, and they had been for quite a while. And Many churches were seeking to recapture their missional purpose, you know, kind of go back to the basics of why do we exist and then how can we live into that? And that was a key part of the work that I was doing for the merger that I led. 
bring several smaller churches together, not just because it made sense, but kind of to help them become more missional. So the decline that was in operation even before COVID actually fast-forwarded and even accelerated, and some are guessing like about 10 years worth since COVID. I really have no idea how many hours a week I worked. I never cataloged it or counted it. Maybe I should have done that, but I'm thinking it was quite a lot. And then I did work very hard to take a sabbatical day. And I mean, it took effort, intentional effort to really hold that boundary. You know, and I knew it was important for myself, for my own sanity, which some have debated from time to time. Uh, How about for the sake of the people around me, you know, my family and close friends, and especially for the people that I was called to serve. The Apostle Paul called himself a servant of Jesus Christ. There was ownership, not servant in the negative North American mindset way, But there was ownership. Paul said he was rooted in Christ and in a right relationship with Christ. Everything centers on that. Romans 12, 3 then tells us that we ought not to think of ourselves too highly. And we ought not to think of ourselves too lowly, but have a right understanding of who we are. And who we are is rooted in Christ. Servants of the Lord God Most High. And we are in leadership that is open to surrendering to God's purposes. Here's what it looks like. You don't necessarily know where you're going, but you're following Christ and the journey unfolds as you follow. Let me say that again. You don't necessarily know where you're going, but you know you're following Christ And the journey unfolds as you follow. The goal of faith is for our faith to grow and grow. And that means that our trust in Jesus grows and grows and grows. As we follow, as we observe and see God being very faithful to us, our trust grows, right? I know I am frequently the person hopping up and down next to Jesus who is carrying the blueprint of my life and I'm saying I want to peek I want to peek and and Jesus says do you just can you just trust me trust me to carry the blueprint for your life and I'm still jumping up and down at times saying I know I know but I want to peek I want to peek as time goes on the goal would be that you would just be walking alongside with Jesus just walking alongside with Jesus and not asking and pestering about the blueprint for your whole life and just trusting God to carry you. Hey there, this is Margie here, your host of the Krabby Pastor podcast, and I want to urge you to stop surrendering your best self so that you can avoid the burnout that plagues so many ministry leaders. Uh, You don't want to become a crabby pastor, that's for sure. So what I've developed is a self-assessment journal style product called Radical Self-Care, Sustainability for Your Life and Ministry. And what I'm going to do is have the link 
to it in the show notes so you can go there. It will be the best $29 that you could spend. You can spend then your time. Take time. That's something we don't do when we have big issues. You can take the time to explore how you view self-care and how you need to pursue it a little more. And I'm not about offering you a checklist, that's for sure. But I want to see how self-care can be knit into your heart and into your life so that you can go the distance that God has for you to go. When I was serving at my last church, we were looking for a new location and we pretty much had exhausted all of the real estate options. You know, we had the, it was a short list, actually. You know, the trustees were down for no flat roof, which I heartily supported. We wanted room for adequate parking and enough square feet for us to do what we needed to do. That's a short list, really, you know. And after our group had toured countless, countless facilities, there was really nothing to be had. And one of my leaders came to me and said, Pastor, how are we going to know when it's the right place for us? Because, you know, I mean, after a lot of trotting around, you're you're getting pretty discouraged. And I actually quoted my spiritual director to her. And I said, we're going to know when God wants us to know. And I I could just hear my spiritual director say, you're going to know when you need to know, period. And I thought, okay, and that's a trust level, right? A trust level. So that's exactly what happened, actually. We had a square on the map because it was a pretty north, south, east, west kind of place. And uh, we had boundaries here. It's going to be in this box here right here, north, south, east, west, in here. And one day I was driving like a mile west of our box, and i that's when I saw this church building that was vacated, that wasn't very old, that I was like, what is this? And, and so we decided to explore that, and we got in the building, and everybody kind of ambled around, and, you know, they're looking here and there, and it was all down to the wiring and studs, and they're ambling around. Like eventually, we all ended up back in the main room area and just kind of looked at each other, and we knew. We knew. We knew, and I thought it was especially funny that God made us go outside of our box, that was especially funny. So, so much for drawing your box, right? So much for that. <laughs> but that's exactly what happened. All we had to do was persevere, be patient, be faithful, and God will let us know what we need to know when we need to know it. Our trust then grows in Jesus. So, our identity is in Christ, not in ceaseless striving. And I had to learn that lesson you know, the hard way, and allow God to lead me and to lead the people I was called to lead over, because I am a servant of Jesus Christ, working hard to stay on the path of actually Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's Jesus that provides the rest Another helpful passage, and this comes out actually of a warning about putting ourselves in the place of judge, 
But it, it says some interesting things that I think are helpful to us today. This is Romans 2, 4. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? This is one of those questions uh, that Paul asks that you kind of wonder, was he was he saying this with a sarcastic tone, a little snarky, or was it a little more kinder than that? I don't know. So in this passage, though, it talks about kindness, patience, and tolerance, which is kind of a self-restraint. Those are characteristics of God towards us that are meant and designed to draw us to God, actually. That's pretty amazing stuff. This is a different perspective than performance-based, is it not? And personally, I do like the self-restraint part. There are days and times when I am very grateful to the Lord God Most High that I am not smoted. God certainly knows who we are, what we're capable of on a bad day. And yet God loves you and there is nothing you can do about it. And I have a a ministry leadership colleague kind of friend that says to a whole group of us, you are God's favorites. And I think about that. The first time she said that, I just was like, wait a minute. So you are God's favorite. This is the God that we serve. And God is not a hard taskmaster. 1 John 3.1 reminds us of that. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. There's our identity again. And that is what we are, children of God. But my spiritual director repeatedly told me, you are a much beloved child of God. And then I would come back and say something like, okay, if I'm a child of God, and she would stop me and correct me, she would say, you are a much beloved child of God. And I would repeat back to her, okay, I'm a beloved child of God. And she would stop me again and say, you are a much beloved child of God. Yeah, we did this little dance several times, actually. But it's out of that much beloved state that flows a gratitude from my heart and no doubt yours. And that is part of the basis of our callings and is a key element of our identity as servants of Jesus Christ. I want to conclude this episode with something out of Ephesians. And I am going to read this to you, read this over you, and take it as a prayer for you this day. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure 
of all the fullness of God. Your identity, my friends, is in Christ Jesus as a much beloved child of God. God loves you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it an honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>